I'm Anna. And I'm Zoe. Welcome to That Christian Podcast. Well, this is a very weird one today on That Christian Podcast. It's our first ever Zoom podcast. We're we're trying it out, so... But I'm finding it really weird, Anna. I'm just... Because our cameras are off, because my Wi-Fi isn't great, it's really weird, like, not being able to see you. Yeah, it's definitely... like feels like a strange phone call but that being said how are you doing I miss you (laughs) I miss you too I'm doing good um yeah I'm currently in Inverness which is why we're separate but we thought we just wanted to be together this week so we decided that we'd try the zoom thing go back to covid days this week we're speaking about politics which is fun but I didn't really want to be chatting about Boris Johnson resigning on my own because I think it's quite a good topic to have together so I'm excited to delve into that with you Zoe. Yeah but how's your day going Anna without me? Well first of all it's obviously difficult not having you in my day and oh I saw you yesterday so it could be worse. We had a drama today because poor little Flora or Florina or what we call it all sorts of names. Today I woke up to Flora like hobbling across the room Thing. she was like honestly I thought she was on death's door she like the poor wee soul she just she was just lying in the same spot she wouldn't move she was cuddling into me she was so sleepy and subdued which is so not Flora if you've met Flora she's like a little crazy thing and so obviously I was a bit worried about her and I went to take her a walk like to see if she would to see if it was just maybe she was a bit stiff and she couldn't even walk like she couldn't get out the door so yeah so I took Samson a walk and left her and I usually put her in her crate but just because of her leg I didn't really want her in her which is probably the opposite of what I should have done I didn't really want her in her crate though because it's not as soft so I just left her on like Samson's big bean bag and she literally just sat there for 20 minutes did not move an inch the whole time I was out with Samson which I kind of expected like I suspected she would do that because she seemed so ill and I didn't want to even leave her but I needed to take Samson out then so I was like going to take her to the vet at two o'clock today I had an appointment suddenly out of nowhere about lunchtime she just perked up and oh it's fine she was like she perked up she was just running around the garden running around the house it was like to the point that I was actually I actually had to take her a walk I didn't want to walk her today but I had to take her a walk because I thought she could do more damage like being in the house jumping on and off the sofa and going crazy than if I didn't take her out So do you know, or like, do you have any idea what was wrong with her? Or was she just being a bit dramatic? (laughs) Who knows? I think maybe what happened, I think maybe what happened this morning when I first let her out her crate, she was seeming fine. She just goes nuts. So she was like, she sprinted outside the garden and leapt onto the grass from the patio. And I wonder if she like maybe just hit her leg or twisted a leg or something but honestly she was the drama surrounding it she you'd really thought that she'd broken her ankle (laughs) that's because obviously like from your patio that's like three fairly big steps she does quite like leaping off them which is probably not good (laughs) oh so she seems totally fine thankfully like obviously I'm keeping an eye on her um but I cancelled the vet appointment because I was like, well, she's obviously fine. And it's like, remember with Samson and you had him like x-rays and everything because he was limping. 
dogs are just dogs are so dramatic that's the answer with samson that time as well was so bad we'd spent like i think we spent about 400 pounds getting him checked over and getting a medication for them to just say there was nothing wrong with his leg what about you zoe what have you been doing in inverness so we came to inverness yesterday because it's my grandma's mm-hmm. birthday today um so i was like well i'll take a wee holiday day off work and nice. come up with so we've had a lovely day we went to lock and elan which is just near Aviemore, about an hour from inverness mm-hmm. so that was lovely we went on a wee walk and had a picnic and the weather's been nice but i so normally it's I find this really strange. Normally I overpack. Like uh-huh. I have so much clothes, so much random stuff that I don't even need. Um but for some reason, anytime I come to Inverness, I don't pack everything that I need. So yesterday, like the hottest day in the year, I don't know, like it's boiling yesterday. I mean it's been what, like 23 degrees or something? 29 degrees yesterday wait 29 it's 27 it was warm though and for me to be warm it has to be really warm so i this is just to tell everyone this is zoe who went around california on a hoodie because she was cold yeah i yeah so i was boiling hot and what i packed (laughs) for this was my lucy and yak corduroy dungarees oh thick yeah and like a long sleeve dress, but like that's, it, was, it was quite like a nice dress that I packed. So it's not really practical, and it was so long sleeved and like quite heavy material. Um, so I had a wee panic. So what we did was we popped into New Look on the way into Inverness. Yeah, I couldn't find anything that I wanted. So I was having wee stress. I was like, "What am I going to do tomorrow? Like, we're going to lock. It's going to be really warm, and I'm going to be in my Lucy and Yak dungarees, absolutely boiling." Um, and I was like, right, let's have a look in the kids' sections away. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm 23, I'm not shopping in the kids' section. <laughs> and honestly, new look kids' clothes are so much nicer than their adult stuff at the moment. Like, I was spoiled for choice, they had so many nice things. So I ended up age 13. <laughs> Does it fit you? Yeah. That's so funny. Is it really short on you? Is it fine? No. I don't know what size 13 year olds are at the moment. <laughs> because, like, I'm small, but I'm not the size of a 13 year old child. That being said, you were de- you're were you definitely smaller than I was at age 13. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> what? It's a decade younger than me. They're making these, but. Anyway, I've got this lovely flowery dress that is age 13. Um, so yeah, if, if I honestly, Anna, I honestly think if I can fit into something that's age 13, I think size or age 16 would like probably fit you. No, that being said, though, I think that like, I think that the kids clothes are made a bit shorter and because I've got quite long legs and quite long, I don't think I'm just long. I don't think I've really, I'm not standing a chance in shopping in the kids section. And I'm pretty sure as well, though, that kids' clothes are like VAT free. So they're cheaper as well. Yes. So this dress was £15. 
with 25% off. So it cost me £10. And You'll I need to send me a picture. I will, because I was also like, it's a waste. Like, I have loads of nice clothes. So I didn't really want to buy something that I was then just like, going to wear once and then never really use again. Like, I'd found like a few things that I didn't really like very much, but would have been better than cord yeah. Um. So what, moral yeah. of the story, look in the new look kids section. It's honestly, like, some of it's a bit naff, but some of it is really quite nice, so. I'm just yeah. waiting for you to come out with this dress that says, like, princess with a little crown on the top. <laughs> Lovely. It's a very nice green colour with flowers. So, yeah, yeah. that's, yeah, Inverness is lovely. So we've had quite a wild week in terms of politics, haven't we, this week? Yeah, it has been, to be honest, it's been quite surreal, I think. I don't know if anyone else feels that way, but I think it's just like, I think it's because that's like three prime ministers in a row. They've all resigned. It's quite weird. I feel, it's quite funny because I think when you say surreal as well, it feels that way partly because, in my opinion, it feels like it's just been a ticking time bomb to wait for Boris Johnson to really have like the end of his prime ministerial career yes so then it's like it just kind of happened yeah I mean it's been this whole build-up with the parties and everything yeah and I think that's thing the longer something lasts like the first party or whatever you were like oh well he must resign but then he didn't so weird in between like we knew it was going to happen but at the same time you almost because it's been so long even though you know it's going to happen you don't expect it to happen I'm personally just so glad that Boris Johnson's gone and I think I mean I'm sure not everyone will agree with me on that but I do think a lot of the country are in agreement yeah I think like regardless of political opinions or whatever like what he did regardless of like the fact he's conservative or whatever like what he did was just yeah yeah purely just so immoral but I am I am slightly nervous to know who comes up next and what they'll be like well this is my feeling like as glad as I am that he's gone and I think it's the best decision it is like well who's gonna replace him I know I do kind of feel like they could just do with a blanket get rid of get rid of everyone who was in the cabinet with them at that time and just start afresh will that happen I don't know I don't think it can I don't really know it's funny because I I I feel like both neither of us know lots and lots about politics like I like to I like to kind of look into the ins and outs of it how it works what's going on what about you Zoe I think I care and I really like before an election well elections are hard because they're in May time which is when exam season is which I think yeah I think like the fact that elections are in May when it's exam time does make things tricky because you don't actually have the time like if I'm writing a 5,000 word essay I don't particularly have the energy to really really think and look into all the different parties um but like also I guess I could do that over the year or whatever but um yeah I think it's such a weird one because while I am interested and would like to be more interested it's actually really hard when like 
I'm busy with other stuff and in my spare time I just want to stick on the TV I don't want to like look at all the different candidates and what they've got to bring which I think is good to do that but it's hard when you're busy. I think even so many like from looking into it a bit I would say over the last probably five years although I don't look into it like although I don't know loads and loads about it I do certainly like to have an awareness of what what's going on what's happening in the parties but I don't I wouldn't say that I've got like a really deep knowledge but from looking over it it's just I think what surprised me is actually how much there is to know about it all yeah well there's so many ins and outs to it because it's like um there's just so much isn't there like it's more than just like okay he's resigned we'll pop someone else in yeah because I oh sorry I didn't realize the whole process with like that actually the the new candidates all apply and then they get votes and then it goes to the public for like so for this elect for this new prime minister everyone in the public that's a member of the conservative party will then get a say I didn't know all those ins and outs all those little bits Oh, I didn't realise that it went to the public, actually. Yeah, it so does. What, so if you're, wait, so only if you're a member of the Conservative Party, you get to vote. Yeah, I don't know how you vote or if it's like an online, but I really don't know. Again, with that, I don't know how it's done. But certainly it's not just MPs that make the decision. Part of the public will make the decision too, if you're within that party. You know, have people joining the Tories so that they can have a say? Well, they ca- there's often like clauses to stop them doing it, but all these like ins and outs is so it's actually very confusing, and I do think when you're busy it can be hard to look in. But I also do think I do think that there is an I personally think there's like importance in at least having a rough idea of what's going on politically. I think as a Christian, we are called to pray for those in leadership and pray for our government. Um, and I think with that it's helpful to have an understanding yeah I suppose when I'm saying like busy it's not so much busyness for the fact I guess part of it's probably also my dyslexia like I'll spend yeah so then for me spending a day reading is tiring enough so then I actually when I don't retain information so then like it's tiring to then come from a day of reading to then read politics. But I think that's why it's really helpful. Like a lot of the BBC stuff is quite concise and just like this, this, this. It doesn't give you all the details, but it gives you an overview. And I find that really helpful actually. What I I would actually say though, is that I think it's really helpful is now when it comes to politics, there's actually so many resources that aren't reading. Like I think a lot of the information I get is off podcasts or off YouTube videos. And I think, or even Twitter, and I think that in itself is really helpful that it's more in bite-sized chunks that are easier to engage with rather than reading pages and pages of documentation. Yeah, that's actually so true. I still need to listen to that podcast that you sent me. Um, but yeah, I think you're right about, like, it's all very well, like, just praying for these things, but it's good to know what we're praying for. Yeah, definitely. I mean, in the in First Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 to 2, it says... First of all, then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. And I think, I mean, that is the Bible directly telling us to pray 
for pray for these people I think also as well as that like it's I like that passage and it reminds me a lot of what Hazel was speaking about last week mm-hmm. about Jesus. and I think that counts for like conversations we have with other people about politics but also that idea of like I guess like praying gently maybe about these things like um yeah well it's what's actually standing out to me is that it's that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life godly and dignified in every way and I think especially in politics when you don't agree with people in power or when you're not happy with how things are being led or run it's very easy to not want to pray for these people yeah like yeah. I don't I I'm going to say like hold my hands up I genuinely don't know if I ever prayed for Boris Johnson when he was in power well I'm just thinking about it and like the times I maybe like would have prayed about it were like if he'd done something bad and you're like potentially like not in these words but like god please stop this stupid man yeah like, that's not like where does that come from does that come from a genuine like care because at the end of the day even if we don't particularly like him or disagree with the way he does things god still loves him and yes um we can be open with god about our feelings but actually you still need to kind of put those things aside and pray for someone with love even if you disagree with them I definitely agree with that and it's and I think it's actually really challenging for ourselves because I do think I'm just thinking about when do I actually pray for government and for the queen and people in power and actually I think it would be more in a general oh I pray for the government to make good decisions when I remember about it but actually it probably should be a much more intentional prayer and praying for individuals, praying for decision makers that have really hard choices to make, difficult expectations placed on them. But it's, I suppose it's, it's very, like, it's it's a weird one, isn't it? Because it does impact us a lot, like huge amounts. It does. Like, as well with the Scottish referendum coming up, that's actually something that I feel very nervous about I think a lot of people feel nervous about and actually why am I not rather than like sitting and discussing it with people saying oh I don't want this to happen why am I not sitting down for 10 minutes with God and praying for the right decision to be made yeah and I think what you're saying there is the kind of idea it's easy like we think we know what's best and yes we might strongly think one way but at the end of the day like yeah okay we might think we know best but ultimately like God has that authority so rather than like praying for what we know best we should be praying that whatever decision is the right decision is made and at the end of the day there's so many mixed opinions and how on how the country should be run even among Christians so it's I think such an again bringing it back to what Hazel said last week about gentleness it's speaking to our brothers and sisters in Christ and other people about politics in a gentle way which you'd already touched on another verse that we'd looked at before the we started podcasting was Titus chapter 3 verse 9 and I think this is brilliant for saying that it says but avoid foolish controversies genealogies dissensions and quarrels about the law for they are unprofitable and worthless and I think well I don't know what you think Zoe, but I think it's it is good to discuss politics. It's good to process our thoughts. It's good to learn from one another and share what we think. But it's doing that in a loving way and in a way that's not quarrelsome, as it says, because 
arguments really achieve nothing that can be so hard when it's like mm-hmm. I don't know can we say it? like I personally wouldn't want independence mm-hmm. but then it's because like I think that because it's what I think is best for the country but then someone else equally feels that way about independence so then what's actually the point in getting annoyed because you are both caring about the same thing you just have different ideas of what the best way to achieve that is so yeah quarreling is stupid because ultimately it comes from a care about our country and our people yeah exactly like where is quarreling gonna get you like the decision will be made and it will be what it is so yeah it's good to share your opinions and discuss them and be educated on it but like we all want the same end goal don't we it's just how it happens that's definitely where we just need to be praying for praying for our country and praying that for the leaders and making sure that the right decisions made it all it almost all links back together in a circle doesn't it I think as well like also it's quite like as well as praying for our leaders and having gentle conversations like it is also a really scary time because regardless like of what happens there's gonna be difficulties like whoever's next in leadership Boris Johnson or not Boris what am I saying independence or no independence like either one of these options is going to bring difficulty and that can be really scary as well so I think also it's quite it's important that we like go to God with these fears. No I agree I think this is actually it's it's funny when you think about politics and God and the role that as Christians we have to play because I I think there is that extra complication and layer of people having such divided opinions. Um, Mm -hmm. But I do, but coming back to, I do just think it's so important to speak about it and actually as Christians, whether you want to publicly say what party you vote for or not, the important thing is that you're respecting everyone's decisions. It's a wild time. So yeah, I think that is like what we're saying is just the importance of prayer and praying for our leaders and I actually think that's something I now want to commit to and obviously I'm sure I will forget at times but like (laughs) I do need with that and like you're saying but I think also just having conversations that are loving and genuine and gentle like Hazel was saying last week she's so wise she was brilliant and the other thing I was actually just thinking about is sort of going back to everything with Boris there can be such big shocks in politics and it can feel so uncertain and those shocks are not comfortable but actually it's an opportunity for us to grow in our faith and trust trust in God trust that our country is in the hands of God and I suppose that's like I believe that the messiness of our country and where it's at I believe that is because we've not been trusting in God as a yeah that's an interesting thought as well like if we like you know you see it throughout the bible like people trust in god and their kingdoms thrive and then as soon as the leader or people mess up and people turn away from god they're brought down and they're um put in their place i guess and yeah. and what we need is revival <laughs> yep absolutely but uh, that's one for another day that's for another topic Well, on that note, thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. We hope it's been all right with being on Zoom and that the sound's been okay. And we'll hopefully be back together next week talking about something else. Have any ideas that you're like, 
I would love you to talk about this. We've had a few messages this week about suggestions. Um, so yeah, just let us know if there's anything you want us to rabbit on about. And thank you so much to the people who are donating on the Buy Me A Coffee. It's so, so, so appreciated and really helps us with the costs. So yeah, I just can't thank you enough. And also please do follow us at That Christian Podcast on Instagram and keep up to date with when we release new episodes, which is every single Tuesday. We'll um, speak to you again next week. Enjoy the weather. Bye. Bye.